that a lot of people live in that I want nothing to do with. It's so weird to me. I, I, it's, and not only that, the, something that I've asked myself often is, who could I be if I got the fuck out of my own way and allowed greatness to happen? You know, this is a weird going to go to shit you know it's, okay so you're giving okay so you're giving some sort of room for anything can happen that's what you're doing a lot of things could happen i would say you're trying to give some room for optimism yes i have a friend like that that uh if you want to throw those on send those are for you um i have a friend that's sort of like that that's that's pretty he's much more optimistic in life in general than i am um, I was just having this conversation with his brother actually yesterday because I don't, what I say is I don't believe him. Like I don't, I don't see where the optimism really lies, but I hope he's right. Cause I'm not an optimist, like in a general sense, when it comes to people and people like making yes. decisions and getting smarter and <laughs> being more productive and finding some grounding in life, I don't really, I, I don't see that taking place. Mostly, I don't see people like, I don't know, like everyone is uh, focused on a lot of tribalism and they're not coming together. That's something I don't have a lot of optimism for, at least right now. It's like people uh, feeling unified in some way. Everyone is very divided in a million different directions and I don't think that's uh, changing anytime soon, honestly. I don't have optimism for that. Cindy, are you optimistic at all about any of these things we're talking about? Do you do you even, or you just stay in your own lane? Yeah, I I try to. Okay. I mean, I am pretty pessimistic about most things. Yeah. Yeah, I get pretty scared when Will tells me about the stuff that's like oh, yeah. in the world. I'm like, well, please don't tell me. Cindy's so interesting. Cindy's somewhere so chilling, sad. and then and then Will comes along. Did you fucking hear about this yeah. shit? Yeah. No, that all is actually stuff. exactly how it goes. That is exactly how it goes. I'll, I'll she will just be like sitting there in her just, room, and I'll come by like, "Yo, did you hear? You know what happened in China? Or look, yeah. look what's happening in Pakistan? Or you know all, all right, this, so, all this shit." All right. So when it comes to tribalism, do you, you mean worldwide, or do you just mean mostly in America? Or do you- in America, with that comment, definitely America. I mean, and Western society. So that would be most of Western Europe, America, Japan, and North America. All right, I'm going to introduce this. Welcome to the Any Last Words pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALWPod on Instagram. The God of me honors the God in each and every one of you. Will and Cindy are here today. One, I'm really uh, surprised that either of you even agreed to do this shit, especially you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? What? I feel like he would be so happy to like just spew out what he has to say. Um, he always has something on uh, his mind. I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a lot of information in his head. So you, but that doesn't always mean that the person's ready to talk about it though. <laughs> Sometimes, true. yeah. Like, Will, as far as I'm concerned, has been someone that likes to talk about it in the a proper contro- setting, in a controlled environment. Yeah. yeah. 
I would say so. I mean, I guess this is a controlled environment, so yeah. maybe that's why you're okay being here. I would say so, yeah. I've never been on a podcast before, though. Me neither. And then you, I guess, yeah, you're kind of a wild card. I wouldn't know what you yeah, would do. I mean, it depends. No, there would there would be some dinner nights, actually, where I was just and I think based off of the dinner nights and you guys being in your own quadrant of the house, (laughs) I thought, yeah, there's no way she would do the podcast. Honestly, that was because of circumstances. Um, That was because the house. Yes. That was because the house. Yes. That was a different time. Yeah. Forget about different people. Different time. Yeah, very much. Maybe we'll get around to some of that. Um, okay, so talk to me about what so what are you what are you afraid of in America? <laughs> and in oh, in the Western society when it comes to tribalism in particular. Mm. Well, I mean, that kind of problem is kind of inherent to the type of society that America has. Mm. We're a melting pot, we're never gonna be a uh, like a country like Nazi Germany was like going a, like for. Like a homogenous. Yes, yeah. a homogenous society that, you know, everybody shares the same values. Uh, they look the same, all that kind of thing. That has its benefits, but it, you know, obviously it's, it's just not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it's also, I mean, it's not like, that's not like the right choice either. Mm. Uh, so there's, I think that every single, you know, society has its pros and cons. Unfortunately, we're in America, which its con is... You know, we are not very united. And it kind of started out like that, honestly. In the United States. Yeah, no, we are not very united. And it's kind of scary when uh, a society that's kind of like at the forefront Mm. of the world and, you know, has their reins on a lot of things like economics and and things like that. Like we aren't, we don't know where we're going, you know, and uh, I don't know. We're we're influenced by a lot of things uh, that are not good for our society. That's for sure. Like what? Or our own government, for one, and then governments around the world. And uh, I don't like China. <laughs> they, 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 be, they be influencing, they be influencing us. And it, <laughs> I don't like China. What is, what, you don't like the, the China? I'll put it this way. I think that there's multiple uh, groups or entities that definitely want to keep people divided. Mm. And, you know, if you're divided and busy squabbling amongst each other, you can't look at, you know, the real enemy. Yeah. Uh, And that is multiple. Or just the bigger picture in general. Or the bigger picture in general, yeah. Not just your enemy, but, yeah, what's going on in general, what you should do personally or on a society level. And so we were just talking about Twitter a little bit. So this is kind of... I mean, it's a little bit of that. I'm not one of these complete social media haters. Like, I'm, I'm not that yeah. person, but because it's brought us a lot of beauty and a lot of connectivity and a lot of jobs and a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. and information, all sorts of shit like that. What I will say is, as I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday, I don't know how the fuck these children are growing up today. Like, I don't know. There's so much information. It's coming from so many different directions. And as you were saying, being pulled in so many different directions, like there's no grounding. So like you don't know who you are. You don't know who who we are. You don't know like what's worth aiming for. What's you, you don't you don't know shit from shit pretty much. Yeah. And so you're just in a whirlwind of information and technology. And you're that from the time you get 
a phone or a tablet, which is probably four or five years and old. And your parents are throwing you into that jungle, basically, and they're kind of just leaving you there. And it's like, weird because as those parents, they probably want their kids to have those pieces of technology because that's the way the world's going. So they want you to be integrated with it and understand what's going on and not just be like the weird kid on the playground that doesn't know where the phone yes. is. So it's just like, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but I just, you know, you, you talking about just not being able to know who the real enemy is. And I say the bigger picture. I mean, I think a lot of times those are one in the same, Yeah. right? Like what the real enemy is. And I think a lot of what the real enemy is, is the fact that no one knows disinformation what, what, yeah like what the fuck is going yes. on and again just they're not rooted in anything real well no one's uh i think it all starts with education and right and, and how education is under attack and you're you know, if you have a populace that is not educated like you guys are screwed and that and that's it you're screwed <laughs> You just think just as the future goes, as the future goes on, those like, people are going to be adults someday and they're going to be running stuff and they had too. no education. Or they may not be running things, but they're going to be easily swayed by people who are running things mm -hmm. who are still educated. And they're not going to be educated enough to make you know proper decisions. Yeah. And we see that today. Everyone is reciting mantra that they hear. They don't actually sit there and think about, okay, what do I actually think about this? Like, is my opinion the same as everybody else's or do I have a slightly differing one? Mm. Or do I need to sign up for, you know, this camp or this camp? Mm. Do I need to really identify into these groups or do I fall somewhere in between? No one wants to fall somewhere in between because they're like, oh, I've been told no one's really like that. You're either here or he you're here. You're, mm. you're far left or you're far right. And it's like... Mm. Yeah, we've we've had a lot of those conversations. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's always been weird for me. I can't under I I simply can't even look at things that way. Like my mind isn't even built that way. No, like I can't see things in black and white because because nothing is. Like there's so many details and nuances to so many things that for for whatever it is, whether we're talking about politics or we're talking about religion or we're just talking about just a slew of morals and ethics across the board in any. In any aspect of life, I, I just don't see how any. I've I've heard a good argument for just about any argument that there is on either side, in the middle, a if little bit over this way, a I little mean, bit if over you're that not way. Willing to compromise, and you're you know completely on one side, and you're not willing to hear anything else that deviates from that narrative, you're gonna end up you know contradicting yourself. You're gonna have you know times where someone completely shows that you're wrong, and you're not gonna be willing to accept that. If you're shown that you're wrong, like that is a blessing and you should be like, okay, I can learn. Now I know the right answer. Like, and that's what everyone's obsessed with now is being, you know, the most self-righteous. So why don't you go after that? Like actually go after that. Like mm. search for the right answer instead of what you've been told is the right answer. Mm. And then judging everybody else because they don't subscribe to that. It's, it's just, I don't know. When you hang out with your friends, Cindy, well, one, I don't know how many of these people there are out there, yeah. but when you hang out with friends, does it seem echo chamberish? Does it seem like a lot of those people have a lot of the same? I mean, I know we hang around friends and a lot of the time it's because we have a lot of those similarities mm -hmm. and a lot of the, the, those backgrounds that connect us. But does it seem like anyone ever deviates from what everyone else is saying or is the same? Is it usually like, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, totally. It's usually like the same 
the same opinions you know mm. like i have different friend groups oh okay. i, well, that's I wouldn't good. like intermingle like some friend groups with like other people and people have different opinions sometimes but usually we always agree on things mm. i usually try to stick with people that have the same mindset as i do mm. so yeah you don't okay yeah. so you, is it because do you find you do you not like confrontation do you not like arguments you, not really yeah not no, for you like i'm it's i don't know like i'm really like a hard-headed so it's really hard to change my mind. <laughs> so like if you if you try to like teach me something, I I feel kind of like it makes me feel a little bit dumb. Oh, yeah. is that what it yeah. is? Okay. Do you feel under attack when yeah, people? Usually. Yeah, usually. That might be. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think that's? I mean, because it could be both of these. Do you think it's more of a you thing, or do you think that the people that are trying to have that conversation with you are kind of overbearing and like they're they're clearly trying to get you to think what they think? I think. 50 50 okay because like i said like i'm really hard-headed so sometimes it's like a me problem where i'm like oh i just can't listen to this i can't be wrong but other times i'm like mm. okay yeah, i guess i can see that but i still have my opinion and i'm still set on that mm. yeah does it scare you to be wrong um i wouldn't say scares me but it's kind it just feels like like it makes me feel like i'm hmm, i don't know like i just i'm not smart like i'm just i just feel dumb if i don't know the right answer or mm. like if i don't agree with something i just feel like oh well i guess i've been wrong this whole time i guess i'm just yeah. uneducated yeah. i'm stupid i'm inadequate yeah, and i hate feeling that way i hate feeling like i'm i'm the one that's in the wrong so mm. yeah. so how do you guys have those conversations then because you over here trying to because <laughs> you're over here clearly trying to get to the root of shit she's yeah. like motherfucker i don't want to hear this stop yeah. talking to me about it because he's like he's more like he's he wants to like, get deep into conversation like figure things yeah. out and like i want to figure out are. if i'm wrong too yeah. like it, i want to like if i'm starting off a conversation and i'm at that moment i don't think i'm wrong i'm still open to be like okay like i may be mm. but let's find out like let's see yeah. both people's perspectives and like i'm still obviously going to be biased but i would like to consider <laughs> both ends and then you know let's it's probably somewhere in the middle you know mm -hmm. I, okay but you're open to it yes Yes. I, okay. I and it, and it probably takes a certain type of person because they're already, if you're starting there, it probably takes like quite a rational, logical, well-spoken person to even bring you closer. Because if it, yeah, like there's, there's no way that someone that has good intentions, but isn't very well-spoken and hasn't really thought through their ideas very much coming to you with a conversation there's i i there's no way that i'm not gonna lie you. sometimes i don't think through my ideas very much oh yeah i mean I, I may have the best intentions but i definitely will go off of emotion as well mm. and then realize afterwards uh but <laughs> <laughs> you blew up on somebody not even just blowing up but just like you know having an opinion that's solely based on how i feel instead mm. of you know assessing the situation yeah. you know taking a step back all that uh but I try to. I try to. Well, I mean, that's good. A lot of people yeah. don't even know that that's why they make decisions based off of their emotions. A it's, lot of people think that they're hyper-rational. I think having the full picture is very important. Just, you know. Yes. So full picture being putting your ethos, pathos, logos, like all that sort yes. of stuff together. Like in why the are these things happening? Mm. You know, is is it, can it be controlled on my end? Can it be controlled on the other person's end? And if you're... Usually, if your answer is black and white in any way, it's wrong. If, well, well, yeah. If you if you decide that that person is just wrong, you're usually you're incorrect. Wrong. You're yeah. usually incorrect. Uh, it's somewhere in the middle for sure.
Yeah. And that that honestly goes with a lot of things like everything. You know, yeah, everything. Everything. Life is honestly just a balance. Yeah, the, like there's like, there's no way. Yeah. You can go, yeah. You can go into that a lot um, of ways. I was I was having this conversation with Von Marie actually recently that the one of the things that I found that I really love about myself is like I, I think that I take a lot of time to think things through. Like I really do. And even though I do that, I still go into situations super open mind and I'll hear people out and I'll just say, okay, well maybe like let's let's say I am wrong. Like, let's just say I am and let's run that simulation through. Let's just do that. And the most recent one, well, let me, okay. So that I'll put a marker there. Let me ask you all, how is your holiday season? It's, um, it's, it's been quiet. <laughs> it's been quiet, you know, but it's good. Why is it quiet? I mean, it's not like a shit ton of family is over or anything mm. and we're like going to parties, but. You know, just having a But you don't, you, you don't even enjoy that anyway, right? Like, uh, I mean, no. as far as like family coming together and like, ah. I mean, when I was young, yeah, I <laughs> oh, did, okay. but like not so much. When did you grow out of that? Uh, shit, I can't even remember like when the last time I had like a lot of family over. Definitely like when I was sometime around fifth grade or so oh, I, like I you've just been over with this shit for a long time i mean it just wasn't happening after that you know <laughs> it just wasn't it wasn't really my choice christmas uh you know a little smaller scale after that <laughs> yeah okay and cindy yours um it was good i it was just with will my close family mm. and usually we usually have like bigger parties like all my aunts uncles cousins come over but for the past few years it's just been like just my mom dad they knew I was over, so they're staying away from me. Nah, so do they? I was gonna say no, they, they like they me. Like no, me. Okay, good, good. Yeah, they like me. Uh, <laughs> you all get along, the family. I mean, I'm certain that there's small things in there, or maybe possibly I, I big things. I don't think I've ever had like a any sort of confrontation with like My your family. your family. No, I mean like within your family, like when you all get together, like everything's cool, everyone's having a great time. Everyone, uh, uh. We like to pretend to, yeah. There's like little yeah. things that have happened, but when we're together, we just push that aside and we just love each other as much as we can. Okay. Um, when the holidays come around or anything that's, you know, family related. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And how often is that? Do you guys come, you guys come together for Christmas? You um, guys do Easter? We tried for Christmas. I know y'all getting yeah. together Martin Luther King Day. Oh, no, definitely. Just, no. <laughs> that's the that's the most celebration. For sure, a thousand percent. No, okay. So Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, um, Thanksgiving. You know, like the general holidays. Oh, okay. And stuff, They're always birthdays, together, honestly. Birthdays. Like her family's always around. So. Yeah, they're always at the house. Okay. There's always somebody over. You're talking about the cousins, the, just everyone? Yeah, like my uncle's always over. Oh, like okay. he'll bring his kids and my aunts and uncles. They live like a county out. away, so it's like... Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're all pretty like, yeah. you know. Hmm. We like to pretend that we do. Yeah. So no. so this this kind of goes into what it was. I was, This is where my marker is that I set mm -hmm. down. Um, I can't get with that shit. Family stuff? Fuck, man. Why? Yo, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You all know of a game, Apples to Apples? Yeah. I do. Awesome. All right. I'm just going to explain it for the people listening in case they don't know. So 
so there are red cards, which everyone is is giving out, right? And then there are these green cards, which is going to be the like main adjective that is set in the the middle of the table or floor. It's like yeah. a PG version of that one of game, cards right? against humanity. Cards exactly. against humanity. Yeah. So you have to look in your deck and try to match whatever the green card is. Match whatever cards you have to, which are nouns, to the adjective in the center of of the floor for everyone. Now, in our family, I don't know how you guys have played. We make cases for the cards that we put down, meaning there's a bunch of screaming matches. And it's like, are you really sure? Like, you really don't think that this one matches that one? Like, you really like yeah. we, we really get into it. Like, it's a debate. You want to win. I yeah, you, you're it. trying to win. And it makes it, you know, it gives flavor to it. Monopoly gets like that. Yeah. Oh, that's just yours. Monopoly. Gets Monopoly. Gets yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I've seen people play Uno like that. Some people oh, are like, dude, oh, people go God, in. Tears. Yeah. It's, it gets yeah. screaming and crying. Yeah. Um. Okay, so in this game of Uno, one of the green cards that was set down was favorite. Mm -hmm. So, again, we're all supposed to try to put down a card that matches favorite. Now, there's like three or four cards that always throw away cards. Like people are putting bullshit down. We're like, all right, let's get that out the way. And then the last couple that are there are... Lego blocks, that was mine. It was a throwaway card, too. I didn't have anything better. It was a bad one. Music, which already is pretty high up on people's priority list when it comes to favorite what things. What are the adjectives for? It's favorites, it's you said. Favorite. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah, favorite. Like a favorite. Okay, got it. Right. And then the last one put down was brothers. <laughs> now, keep in mind, this round, my brother was the judge. <laughs> He's not going to pick brothers. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's not going to pick brothers. Music won that round. Yeah. Now, keep in mind that I probably would have picked the same thing. Next round, the green card is friendly. Bunch of bullshit thrown out there. Then I put out Girl Scouts. Pretty fucking friendly. Mm. And then the last one was Sisters. Now, keep in mind. The judge of this one was a cousin of mine. The person who threw out sisters was her little sister. Girl Scouts won yeah. that round. <laughs> I saw that coming. Yep. Next round. Oh, well, let's continue. Next round. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone else that is the judge. The card that was put down was something like fun loving. Mm-hmm. Fun or fun loving. It was something of that iteration. I put down card games. I thought that that was clever. What I, we're doing I right had, now. Yeah, it's I was like, oh, well, wait, exactly. Card games. Look, we're having fun, right? I, I love you guys. I should win. <laughs> yeah. But then the next one was family that someone put down. Now, keep in mind, this is the reason why I set this up this way. In this game, no one ever makes a case for anyone else's cards. That'd be stupid. You want to win. So you don't make a case for someone else's card. I see where this is going. The third card got set down. And it was friends. And everyone looked down and was like, ah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Don't even worry about it. Well, I don't have to win this round. Like, I get it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pick that one. And of course, everyone Damn. unanimously yeah. picked that card. It's like shitting on their family right in front of them. Yeah. But we're all here together. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas time. So it's like, do you guys really enjoy this right now? Or Brothers you know, lost out the music, sisters lost out the Girl Scouts, and family lost out the friends. Yeah. 
And and so that that's just uh, you know just an avenue to open this conversation up. Mm-hmm. When I say I don't I don't do it. My thing is this. I try to remain as honest as I possibly can at all moments in time. Mm-hmm. The same way that I think it's terrifying for someone to maybe feel like they're wrong, right? Um, have to look a demon in the face, one of their own demons, something that some shit that they got going on, some trauma, whatever the case is, an argument that they have, some some shit that was swept up under the rug between them and another family member that no one has talked about for years or whatever the case is, however difficult it is for people to get into that mind space to try to tackle that head on, which we know is pretty difficult for most people to do. I feel the same way about doing the weird pretend fake shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's almost that difficult for me to be in that space. Like, I don't want to sit here- it Makes and, my skin crawl. And act like we're cool. Just imagine if if we just started talking, like, what, what are we, we're about 25 minutes into this podcast. If mm-hmm. something went left and we all just started saying wildly, inappropriately, just disrespectful things to one another. It could still go that way. Like it just, <laughs> of course, there's, there's always a chance. And so, and we just start talking crazy shit to one another. And then we, and then y'all leave, y'all walk out. Yo, man, like, fuck this fucking dude, we man. We text you after, yo, good time. <laughs> or be like, yo, you trying to hang out tomorrow? Like yeah. you trying to go, you trying to go fucking laser tagging? Like you're confusing me. You're confusing me. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. Like it's, it's a weird pretend world that a lot of people live in. Mm-hmm that I want nothing to do with. It's so weird to me. I, I, it's, and not only that, the, something that I've asked myself often is, who could I be if I got the fuck out of my own way and allowed greatness to happen? Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't stop myself from progressing in life, in growing in life, if I didn't stop myself from doing it, then who would I become? Just how good could this character get? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of life left. Like, how mm-hmm. good could I get? That's a question I ask myself. Not a lot of people ask themselves that question, but it's a question to ask yourself. I think about that with my relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Like, how good could this relationship get? And if the other person's not on that wavelength, then we'll never fucking find out because you're not willing to do the things that it takes for that to take place. And a lot of that is having to sit down in front of someone and have a difficult conversation. But a lot of times, like right after, I've experienced it so many times, you have a very, very difficult conversation. Feels a a million times. Oh my God. I mean, it's just like everything's out on the table. Even if there's still a disagreement, you understand each other. Yeah. Like, like yeah. The, dis- the disagreement isn't shit. We can disagree all day. That's fine. See, what I can't handle is like not knowing, you know, how the other, like if another person, like in a relationship, if they, if I don't know how they feel, like I, like I go insane. What, yeah, well, like, sure. what is insane? Like, do you, do you like, close I, up or do you like try to pry and get the information out? I try to pry and get the information out. <laughs> and I think that, I think that I also, I don't know. I just get very stressed. I, I get uh, like, but I think that just definitely goes back to like, you're not really either willing to have those, you know, to do those things, to have that sort of relationship and have those conversations or other things like that, or you are, 
and you know those things happen but they usually turn out good they usually turn out good listen if you if you you know trust in the process and you just kind of like make that leap and start talking Mm. to people then i it definitely usually turns out good because i feel like most people aren't gonna completely shit on your opinion like that if they're in a relationship with you they're not gonna be like no fuck you and how you think (laughs) like i'm not like fuck yeah fuck that you're a fucking idiot everything you, you say is stupid yeah like, you should have never said that like yeah. i don't think that's, that's a wild thing to say yeah you should have yeah. never you should have never expressed yourself to me yeah exactly yeah yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and i think that that's definitely what some people are afraid of is like what mm-hmm. are these people how are they going to react when i share these feelings but i don't know it's just, just do it just yeah do it. yeah i think a lot of times yeah we cook up these wild narratives just as such that yeah that like there's gonna be a hard cutoff like a hard recommendation and if there is a hard cutoff then you know that you still know now okay cool that's a hard cutoff that means that you and i can't even have these types of conversations yeah. at least now i know that for you, sure then you shouldn't want to after you know like right you shouldn't want to and you don't need to like now you you just gained a whole lot of information either way. So, so that is the the sort of holiday spirit I'm talking about. That's kind of like where where I've been settling in. I've been yeah. thinking about it a whole lot. And <laughs> what comes even more with that is this whole new level of agency that I'm taking in my life where. There, there's like a very unique, well, I won't say unique, but for me, most of the battle that I've gone through in life has been, should I live the way that I know I need to live in order to flourish? Or should I just appease these other people and just get with the program and do what it is they say to do? Show up at the places, take the pictures, blow out the fucking cake, dance, play the board games and just shut my fucking mouth. Or should I live my life for me since it's my life? Is it is it selfish or is it not? You know, and, like- and is selfish what I ever thought selfish was? Or did I always just put this negative connotation on selfish because serving that's yourself, what other yeah. people did? Yeah. You have to be self-serving sometimes. You know, you are living this life and you're not really going to be able to serve others if you fucking hate your own life. <laughs> It doesn't work out that way. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work out that way at all. And so now, again, this new level of agency is like, oh, wait. I know that this isn't an option that a lot of people either have access to or pick if they do have access to. But I actually don't have to live for other people. I actually do not have to live up to other people's expectations of who it is they think I ought to be in their life Mm. and who it is I think, or yeah, they think I ought to be and how I ought to function in order for them to feel fulfilled. That is a them problem. And I have to be okay with acknowledging that it is a them problem and that it's not up to me to save anyone Mm. or to bring anyone along with me on the journey because you fucking can't anyway. You you can't. You can live in your truth. You can speak, you you know, you, your experience. Have your conversations. When I say your truth, I, I've talked about that before. When I say that, I don't mean it in a sense of I just get to have my own understanding of what the world is completely extracted from what other people think. 
I just mean speaking on your experience. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it's just it's a fascinating revelation to come across and it's a fascinating option to pick. Oh, I actually don't have to do this thing. Other people feeling sadness because you don't live a life that they want you to live has no bearing on or should ought not have no bearing on the way that you decide to go and live your life. And so that's been just it's been another wave of that lesson this holiday season. It's just it's just so, as you said, skin crawling. It's just so there, weird. There's something that that reminds me of. I was actually talking to somebody about this last night. Um, that really applies to somebody. Let's say they have, like, this is an extreme example, but mm-hmm. borderline sociopathic narcissist, right? Oh. Um. You can't fix them. You can't, like, no matter how hard you try to, you know, do better or have them do better. Like, let's say you're past the stage of blaming yourself and you know, it's their problem, but you still want to help them, you know, and, or you feel Mm. it's your responsibility to help them because they, because of their title in your life. Maybe they're a grandfather (laughs) or a father, or maybe they're your kid. Like, you know, they could be your own kid. So, you know, you may feel responsible in some Mm. way and like, you know, yeah, like you have some sort of responsibility. But honestly, at a certain point, when you find out that it's like, okay, like this person has an illness, even though, yes, it's their illness and they are struggling with that, it is not your responsibility to struggle struggle along with them. You're not going to be able to fix them. Like you you can't forfeit your own life and happiness just because they happen to have a mental illness. Like that wasn't your fault. Maybe it's not their fault either, but Right. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Some things in life come down to, man, that's unfortunate. That's fucking unfortunate, but it's not going to be as unfortunate for me. That's it. And I have that. (laughs) I have that choice. I have that choice. You do have that choice. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's very weird. Do you have any of these, any of these, what we're talking? Because I know we're, we're getting deep and we clearly have specific people in our minds yeah, yeah i do too but i mean in my opinion i feel like if you love them you would help them with any kind of struggle that they have especially when it comes to like family members mm-hmm. i don't know like that, it really doesn't matter what they do or say to me like mm-hmm. regardless i'm i'm gonna do anything that i can to and we've, you know, we've talked about this people. before as well i'm, I'm sure that i love yeah i'm sure i'm certain of it yeah. so when so for you when you say family, you mean share the same bloodline or you mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Do you, do you have like a, a pick of new family as you get older and you meet new people? Have you, are there people outside that don't share your last name or your bloodline that you consider family? Um, that, that no. I used to. Yeah. I used to, oh, but, but I mean, you things cut, happen and you know, you had to cut them off. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you did have family. So you had what you felt like were family members outside the family. Mm-hmm. Something happened or some things happened. Yeah. And then you did decide to cut them off. Mm-hmm. So so they weren't as family as your family. I mean, I would consider them family, yeah, still to this day, like even though But you like, wouldn't cut off the it's people a confusing situation. But you wouldn't cut off the people in your bloodline. No, though. definitely not. Mm. No. Unless it was like something that was like I cannot move past, then yeah, I would definitely cut them off. But if it's blood and you know they hurt me, then that's temporary. 
I, I agree can always with that. recover from that. I can agree with that. If it's something that, even if it's an extreme case, like mm-hmm. I've been very, you know, extremely hurt by this family member. If it is something that, you know, is somewhat understandable, then, and you know, I can still look at you as my family member, then okay. And I guess that's, that's okay. And that's where a lot of the cutoff is, is like, what are these extremes? Like, what are these things that these people have to do in order for you to be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm actually. There's a, and there's not one answer. You know, yeah, of course, of course, of, them, of but... course. And I'm certain that there are many layers to those answers as well. Like, yes. in what set of circumstances does this thing take place or whatever the case is. Yeah. It could be very extreme or it could be, you know, a lot less extreme than some people's cases that they have experienced. But I think there is a definitely a spectrum of... Uh, acceptable times to kind of cut people off even if they're your family it's like i'm sorry but you obviously do not have the best intentions for me uh you don't wish the best best for me um and you don't treat me as family you're not my family anymore Mm. you have forfeited your title and your right (laughs) that is it that's it (laughs) or no i have revoked that like you don't you don't just you don't just give it like you don't just have it and that's it like people earn respect you know, like you don't just have respect because of who you are. And you sustain respect. You sustain it. Yeah. You can lose it as well after you've gained it. Mm-hmm. So like you can you can make different decisions throughout your life. You better make the right ones. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. kind of it. And See, so, so for me, speaking on what you're saying, like never cutting them off, like if the family loving them. So no matter what, if it's in your power. I think that's a lot of what the conversation is, is what is within your power to fix this person? And then what is just a waste of energy? Because whatever it is you're doing ultimately is not going to do anything. So it's about trying to decipher between those things. And I think that can be iffy. All these people in my mind that I'm talking about as I speak about this, I don't know if I would ever say that I would not love them or that there wouldn't be a place for us to have a conversation if the conversation came with good intention and, and they were really ready to have the conversation, whatever the conversation may be. Mm-hmm. But there also, I do truly believe in loving from afar. I definitely believe in loving and supporting from afar in knowing that when things are not serving you or they're toxic, distancing yourself so that you are not just needlessly poisoned. I I think that that's also a a conversation to be had. And there's, you know, a, a spectrum in that as well. People find themselves in very long relationships with people, like intimate, romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, we've seen this story play out a million times where someone feels like the relationship isn't serving them and or maybe it's abusive for some reason in whatever abusive type of way. And people stick around for far longer than they ought to. Yeah. Far longer. And, and afraid to the be. logos behind it is I love them. I need to support them and help them through what it is they're going through. You don't want to feel like you quit before you gave it your all. You know, you don't you don't want to feel like you could have done something, you know, afterwards and been like, I didn't give this my full effort. Mm. You know, they could have gotten better if I had just done Mm. this, if I had just done that. And so that's and so that's another thread is when is enough? 
what is my full effort? Or is it just like, yeah. nope, I'm not dead yet. I still have to try. Like, is it like, when do you get depleted? Uh, like at what yeah. point? Now, maybe that's a personal question for every individual to ask themselves. When am I about to be used up completely? Yeah. And if I don't feel that yet, then I, do I still have some juice? Like, should I still be going in this direction or should I, I, should I even be waiting to the point where I'm withered and dried up? I think that there's a few things that you can look for, like to see if it is really worth it. Like, are they ever receptive to any sort of, yeah. you know, talking of like about the problems? Are they ever receptive to your point of view? And if they are, maybe sometimes like mm. you should probably stick around a little longer. You should probably stick it out. Try to at the very least. Yeah. But like the example I used earlier with like a borderline sociopathic narcissist, like they are incapable of understanding from your point of view. They have no empathy. They only understand things from how they think about it. They're only ever thinking about themselves. Like you, you, you can never get past that like disconnect with them. Mm. So like there, no matter how hard you try, no matter how, you know, how long you stick it out, there is nothing you will ever be able to do. And some people still stick it out because it's like, okay, maybe I'll never be able to do anything, but I'll live my life still trying at this because it's just the principle of it. Like I'm gonna do this always. I'm never gonna quit at, mm. you know, trying to help this person. I'm never gonna quit at being in their life. I'm, you know, going to prove that to myself. And it's because they don't, like, that's admirable. Like, they don't want to to feel like they gave up. Mm. That's 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 awesome. But mm. at the same time, like, it's not giving up. Like, at that point, in that specific scenario, it's not giving up. Like, and so is that the sort of strength that you, you feel like you, you hold is, I'm just going to stick it out. Like, regardless yeah. of whatever's going on, I'm just, I'm just going to be here. Usually, like, I mean, I can always feel like, oh, this is not something that I want to put up with forever, but... It just, you have to, especially mm. when you like love somebody. Like well, I'll tell you what, you like, guys, you, I mean, you guys are, seem like um, you're going to stick around for a while with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's what that, that's what everything that you guys are saying pretty much sounds like. Yeah. I mean, if you. It's if, been two years so far. Two? On to yeah. three, yeah. You said almost three? Um, or on, on to three. On to three. Yeah. On to three. yeah. Huh. We're on the third year now, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Running. What is what what has been the is this been the most difficult thing is is like trying to figure out if the other person is being receptive or not because you told me you're just like yo fuck this shit yeah. like I'm not trying to hear it mm, and most. you're constantly trying to talk about it yeah I can tell whether or not you're trying to pry information out yes <laughs> we know that now so. Is that been has communication been? I mean, I'm certain again, it's been something that you all have been sharpening and, and honing in on as the time has gone past. Mm. But you guys are definitely very different in that regard. Oh yeah. So for sure. what so I guess I should just ask the clean question of what has been the, the biggest hump to get over? Probably what you just mentioned. Yeah. About yeah. Communication really. Because like it was great to begin with. Like when we first met, like we would talk everything out. And, like, we would sit down with each other and, like, literally talk for, like, an hour or two and just figure things out. And then after, we would feel literally perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, this is never, like, this is the honeymoon phase. It's never going to end. But, like, now that we've been together for longer, now that we've moved in together, and there's just a lot there's of... There's a little tension. You know. There's a little tension. <laughs> a lot of... We, I, I would say that it's... I never have to wonder, though, if I am, like... I know whether or not 
like it's you know there's receptiveness mm-hmm. yeah. so maybe sometimes i push too hard mm-hmm. but I, w- I would say that i'm never like sitting there like well is she or is she not being receptive mm-hmm. and it's not like like i don't want to talk about things like it really just depends on timing yeah. Okay. What kind of mood I'm in, where I'm at, what my day has been like. Okay. Because like if I had like a fine day and you know we, he wants to talk about something, then it's fine. But if I'm tired, you know I did some stuff during the day. I went to work. That's definitely something I'm I need to work I'm, on. Or it's just like the wrong place to I, have. A I just like if I have something on my mind, I'm like, <laughs> like I out. need to like I need to explore. I need to get it out. Yeah. I need to like get all into the intricacies of yeah i'm 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 all in for the conversation like yeah. right then and now but right right i i have to understand that that is not <laughs> how things work all the time and yeah okay well, I, I, I feel like i can definitely be a little abrasive <laughs> abrasive abrasive is a, is a good assertive abrasively assertive yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah i mean that's not i mean I, I feel like that's not not like with my opinions and like how i present them right just more like let's get into this like, like trying like, to get her like, to yeah like come on talk to me about it like let's uh you he know, wants like, to figure things out i want to figure it out i want to figure it out yeah i want to figure like, it out you know yeah you you, is... you may need some time and i also think that maybe do you need more time to process <clears throat> yeah situations definitely yeah. i like, process I shit on the days. fly like I need to think about things. Like sometimes I just push it back to the back of my mind, and I don't even want to think about it because it stresses me out. Mm. So when you know? she she comes to me with things, and then I'm like, I'm there already responding. Like I know, like I'm already yeah. thinking. Like you know, the neurons are firing. I'm mm-hmm. going. I'm like, I right, well, okay, well, if I think about it this way, like I see your point, but but like yeah, it's not the same way. Yeah, exactly. So she's just like, no, I need, I no, yeah, I'm gonna some take time. some time to go and relax and sit and so how do you do that like so so if you because you need time to process the information or whatever the battle the current battle mm-hmm. is so do you you sometimes you say you'll push it in the back of your head because it's stressing you to fuck out so when do you know to bring it back or and and how do you do that is it like something you do to try to like soothe yourself and relax or i mean sometimes honestly it like, I like to forget about things. Mm. So, like, I'll want to talk about it and I'll be like, okay, I need to remember this. But I'll just completely forget about it and I'll feel fine. Oh, you'll legit forget? Yeah, I'll, like- I'll forget. And then until he brings it up again. And you're like, like, oh, I'm like, fuck. Oh, shit. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, you'll be like, oh, I actually didn't think about that at all. I'm going to need another couple of days. Wait, oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. I need, uh, need and you to talk to me about that. And you've that. been over here this whole time just, like, thinking I'm like, all-, <laughs> all right, so what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm... Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't know that like and I had no idea that I was like an antsy person about that kind of thing mm. or not antsy but just like I, I didn't know that uh how much you were like thirsty for the conversation yeah I didn't know until how much you all I was. started dating yeah I had no idea <laughs> yeah because I'm not gonna lie I mean you met me at the time yeah I had, I had another yeah not that, even close that to the wasn't same. it I was like not yeah nah <laughs> i wasn't really having no conversation nothing like that you were not i wasn't speaking my mind that is for sure that is for sure <laughs> yeah yeah baby <laughs> uh being with someone that i mean being with someone in general is challenging but yeah. being with someone that that is challenging in and of themselves as well is uh shows you a lot about yourself yeah teaches you a lot of fucking about yourself i mean yourself. yeah this 
I mean, I definitely, because of that, I know that I definitely, you know, like this relationship definitely means a lot to me mm. because I mean, I've never, you know, acted this way before about even, you know, friendships, other like I let shit go. Like I'm not really pressed about having to share my feelings and like, Hey, let's get to the best place we possibly can mm. because it's that important to me. Mm. You know, if some hiccups come along with other relationships in my life, it's like, okay, like I'll get over it. I'm not gonna. I don't need to dissect this with you. Hmm. But oh, so that oh, and that's why you never knew you were that way until yeah, you get because yeah. it never occurred to you before. Like like yeah. things would go wrong, but you were never trying to sit there and decipher and decode all the intricacies. To I mean, why. I would, you I would. would, but less talking with the other uh, people. Oh, you know? okay. You just did that all in house, yeah, <laughs> in your mind, but yeah. it just never made it out. I would say so to yeah. the other person. Oh, yeah, 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 and and that's kind of again why I say that being with someone is challenging because usually when you're alone, you're single, you're doing whatever the fuck you want to do at all points in time, and you don't have someone there just like, hey, why do you do that thing? Hey, I didn't like the way you said. Like, what do you? Hey, what are you doing? No, I don't want to do that right now. Stop trying to make me do like you don't have this constant like external feedback around you because yeah. most people's friend groups are not like that. We're like they're trying to tell you, like, hey man, what the fuck is your problem? Hey, we do. It's not usually that way. I've realized how forgetful I am. Oh. I am extremely forgetful. So you forget about things that he wants to have conversations about that stress you out. Yeah. And you forget about... Little things. Like, I'll leave my key somewhere or like, (laughs) you know, and she'll have to show me like, dude, like you are really forgetting shit. Like, like you are misplacing everything. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Yeah. I see that. (sighs) I'm I'm super forgetful. It's, It's pretty bad. And it, it's weird because I have a really good memory when it comes to like history, history, or like I can remember shit that happened like years ago and be like, oh yeah, you know, like I know exactly what happened that night. But when it comes to like, where the fuck did I put the, you know, like uh, short term, like yeah. you can't just like reach back into your um. No, I I have a, a question about that. Do you feel like your experience is is focused? on the things that you're doing at hand at most points in time. Most definitely. You, you do feel that way. I, I, I feel like I'm, if I'm doing something, I'm pretty focused on that. Unless I'm working because then I'm serving and I have to multitask and all that shit. Trying to figure out why you're forgetting this stuff. Then. Like if you're know. there and you're doing it, I wonder like why when the recall happens or when you have to recall, you can't just be like, oh, well, Re- I was doing repeat, that thing. Repeat the question because I may have answered incorrectly. Well, well I'm thinking... Wherever you're at with your keys or whatever the thing is that's about to be lost. Am I completely focused on the task at hand as I'm doing it? Yeah. Okay, now I see what. Yeah, because okay. I'm trying to figure out, like, if you were. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not. Okay. Hell no. I am thinking about a million different things. Okay. They, they could be important or not important at all. And I, yeah, okay. I'm there. Okay. All over the place. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking about that has no importance? And do you have any desire or wish to to stop those things from being something that you that just runs through your mind incessantly no i mean honestly if i'm if i'm like just sitting there kind of thinking or daydreaming mm. it's it's usually about some like interesting shit that i'm like oh like, that was kind of cool that i heard about you know like uh, like something to do with like history or something yeah. probably and what do you so what do you do you recreate like historical events in your mind like do you try to like visualize no what? i just think about them like, I, like, like, I don't know. Like, I just like, it's kind of hard to explain. I'll, yeah. I'll just be like, well, like, 
just think about how the things connect that I've already heard from somebody mm. or, you know, from a video or a book or something like that. And, be like, and just think about it. I'm like, well, that's very interesting. You know, that's mm. there's really no like further dialogue with myself. It's just like, OK, so so it's not further dialogue and you don't visualize. Oh, I visualize. You, oh, you. Yeah. Okay, OK, so you do visualize because I like geography, too. So oh. like, I associate history and geography together. Like, yeah. Like, so whenever I'm thinking of like an event. Or if I even think of like a geographic area, I'm thinking of like the things that have happened in past history of that geographic area. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. like thinking and, of that. And you're just in your mind, and then and, yeah. then, and then you're fucking dropping your keys off somewhere because <laughs> you're over in Rome. Yeah, not so in much your, like, in your, your wallet. You need to get your wallet. He's like, yeah, I got it, I got it. And then we'll be like ten minutes down the road. And he's like, oh. I or got or I'm thinking about like. I don't know, just like day to day stresses, you know, mm. that too. I think I think I need to like learn how to not think about the things that are bothering me like all the time or mm. yeah, cuz they they honestly do like they once they're in my head, they don't really go away. That's oh, okay. So I, once I, they get there, they get stuck. Yeah, and it's just like a loop. Like you just keep thinking about it. Somewhat. Oh, that's yeah. why I was asking you about like exactly how distressed you get about global events. Because I know that you're tapped in. Like, you're clearly... Somewhat. I'm, like, less tapped in than a lot of other people. Mm. But I... So I make most of my opinions and inferences off of, like, if I see something, like, from mainstream media or anything anywhere else, if it's not obviously, like, hey, I need to look out and see if this is actually true. Like, if it's obvious that there's no reason to lie, I can believe this and just take it for what it's worth, you know, and be like, okay, like, this actually happened. Mm. Then I... I will form my opinion off of what I know has happened in history and take the lessons from that. Like I'm not I'm not going to you know sit here and listen to CNN or any other opinions about that shit cuz it, it honestly it's it's very tiring at this point like I mm. I don't trust it and I I don't like to really tap in too much to like uh day-to-day politics, but I do like to learn about like you know China building a hydroelectric electric dam on the uh in the in tibet you know on the rivers that flow into india or you know and how that is affecting india or and, and, you know. and why is that pertinent what what is what is that about uh well basically we're seeing you know, a lot of people have been screaming about like global warming or uh the changing of the environment and all that and a lot of that stuff is real you know um those rivers are very important to the lar- the second country with the largest population or second largest population and they you know they feed millions of people like these things don't they're not they don't happen in an isolated bubble like Ukraine and Russia happening 30% of the world's grain is not being shipped around the world that is affecting the world that's right. affecting for us it's affecting prices mm-hmm. where we haven't noticed it quite as much yet but you know these things that you know we are very connected like we live in a a global society now Mm. globalism has taken hold we are very interconnected people are not willing to you know go to war as much because our economies are tied together so when things like uh hydroelectric electric dams that are you know fucking up india happen like it has repercussions across the world like they don't expect uh, America to stand by and do nothing. They don't expect, um, you know, they don't expect, 
I don't know. Like they, they just. So, so what's the? I mean, because again, I, I don't know exactly how hydroelectric dams are fucking up India. But what is what is the? Because I asked you about America mostly, and then okay. you said tribalism is like the thing here mostly that that fucks with you on a whatever basis. Maybe it's yeah. daily, maybe it's weekly that you think about this thing, and then you're dropping your keys all somewhere because because you, you're <laughs> yeah. thinking about tribalism. Yeah. But so globally, what what gets you? Like what? causes most distress about what's going on globally most distress uh i don't it would be honestly it would probably be nuclear to, war no oh, okay no uh it would more be economic war with china or yeah pretty much because if we went into like an economic war with china which we already have been in one uh and we're in like a cold war right now it is very scary because they have a lot of leverage over our economic partners. There's this thing called the Belt and Road Initiative that it's this huge project that they got a shit ton of countries to sign up for to build these mega projects, you know, through their countries to help uh, bring them from, you know, developing countries to developed countries. And there's a lot of shit that goes on with that, but basically you buy into someone's economy mm-hmm. and they are now your bitch. They owe you. Mm. So they're doing that with countries that have previously been America's bitch. Like America is also an empire. We do the same thing. We're, you know, in a lot of ways we're no better, but I would much rather be ruled by America than China. <laughs> and I and I would I would also say that that is definitely the scariest thing is like uh, if a trade war were to go on, China definitely would have leverage over a lot of people that we would traditionally consider our allies or people who would have our back you know they would say okay well maybe we won't trade these resources with america maybe we will increase our interest rates with america Mm. and screw them over because Mm. china kind of has our balls held in a vice so let's let's actually do this and not piss them off that's actually something that's going on and it will affect you know the general populace of america you know i mean you won't be able to buy things for the same amount and maybe if you're getting by right now, you'll be okay. You know, you won't has, have as much money. But if you're barely scraping by... You're done. You won't be scraping by anymore. You're mm-hmm. done. Like, yeah. And that's, that's what's projected to happen. And, you know, for basically all people who are, you know, at that poverty line all around the world right now are expected to just fail. Because it's not looking good for them. You know, it, mm. it's not looking good. Yeah, that's, that's again, a lot of what... Um... I was talking to my friend about the other day, who actually is Congolese. Um, when I told him I'd listened to that Joe Rogan episode of the guy <clears throat> going and doing all that research um, in like the East, you know, East Congo, with all these people mining all this cobalt for all of our rechargeable batteries, mm-hmm. so everything for all of our, you know, electric cars and our tablets and our phones and all this sort of stuff, and they're over there. There's mi- a mineral, mining and flip flops. There's a mineral for um, for touchscreen devices mm. that you need for touchscreens to work, and it's mainly found in sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, and that yeah, it's huge mining operations over there to get all that out. You know. Yeah, there's there's, I mean, and just the videos that they had played on there was just it was just crazy. You see just a sea a sea of people. Their their children down in there. And mm-hmm. again, it was crazy, and then again the stories of them going down in these mine shafts, and it just 
you know, mines collapsing and just tens or hundreds of people just being oh, yeah. buried alive, you know, just trying to trying to mine this this fucking mineral as we're over here just scrolling through Twitter. It's like a, it's like a wild it's a wild split screen world. And it's funny that you say it's like those rechargeable batteries and all that is for electric cars and the, uh, and then electric cars in particular are marketed as being, you know, like more um like it's a better like option. Eco conscious. It's or... eco conscious. You're, you know, it's more. You're seen as more, you know, righteous. Right. If right, you do right. that, but it's like, are you? <laughs> are you? Because you're not only are you, you know, you're increasing coal consumption too. Mm. So okay, so you're you're not burning the fossil fuel where you're at in your car, but you're definitely making coal consumption go up because they need that for a higher, uh, if everything goes electric, they're gonna, the uh, grid and all, electricity has to be produced. We don't produce a lot of electricity through nuclear power plants. We don't produce a lot of electricity through clean and uh, reusable means, natural gas and coal. So that's what you're gonna be burning. Like you you wanna, you know, it, it's not gonna switch over the, the whole like, Let's go completely green. Like it's it's a fantasy. Like you no. cannot go completely green. Like without making a shit ton of people suffer right now, uh, and like basically sacrificing all the people who in developing countries like in Africa or Southeast Asia, like you're gonna be basically saying, okay, it's at your expense, and we're all gonna go green. I mean, it's all gonna be great for people who aren't even around yet, mm. but. But for you all here but now, you're gonna get screwed. But yeah. but don't worry, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great for other people. Yeah, it's gonna be great later for, on. But but not here though. But not here though. Yeah. Ever. No. Who? Yeah. No, that fucking sucks. And that and you remarked upon something which is the the self righteous part of it because that's that's a lot of people's self righteous attitudes about things in general is. Whenever that conversation comes up in whatever way people are trying to fight the good fight, whatever that fight is, there's it's usually riddled with hypocrisy and they have no yeah. idea about it ever. And it's usually so much of the thing that they're talking about, they're trying to, you know, eliminate is is what is fueling what it is that they're doing. Usually, you know, now I'm getting kind of back to America with just yeah. hatred and tribalism. Right, I, like, I see a lot of the, I see a lot of similarities with like, the hatred and tribalism that's going on now, and how they try to market it of like, to be more self righteous. It's all like they try to market this, um, this message of like compassion, mm. but it's not. Mm. It's not compassion, and Nazi Germany did the same thing. Okay, like yeah, they yeah. did the same thing. It all started with like compassion, and it was these speeches about how they're being so compassionate for the German people. And, you know, helping the people who got screwed over, you know, the downtrodden and all that kind of stuff. It's, it doesn't turn into that. It, it's not about that. Like, you guys are power hungry as fuck and you should see it by now. Like, mm. it's not, it is not about helping the da downtrodden. Like, you guys are good. <laughs> and so, and so, and so that's what, that's what you do is you hear a couple of rumblings out there, whether it be, what do you watch? You watch, you just, you watch some mainstream news and then what else? How do you get information? Like So I, this is kind of embarrassing to admit, I will literally go on YouTube 
and watch. There's this one uh, channel that I watch a lot, and it's it just covers the shit like the hydroelectric electric dams in China mm. and like what is happening with that. And it's called Caspian Report. Mm. Uh, there's all also non, another one. It's called Atlas News or some shit. I think I think it's Atlas News. But they they just go around highlight different areas and regions and be like, okay, what are the geopolitics of this country? Mm-hmm. What are their, ad, you know, adversities? What are their like goals? What do they have to deal with? And what are their traditional challenges, you know, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And they'll go into it. And it, it just, honestly, it paints a, a very clear picture of today's world without getting into specific politics and how yeah. you think. Right. Like it, it's not pushing an agenda or anything or making you think a certain way, or you should have this opinion about this country now. It's more of just like this is what's going on, and do what do with it. Yeah, what you will. if you can interpret that, then you know that the world is a very dynamic place, mm. and it's always been like that. Goes back to history, right? Like, and so that's what I was saying. So you get this from Caspian News and whatever else you may soak yeah. up, and then you relate it to a bunch of other shit that you already yeah. know from history, and, and you try I, and to think, draw parallels. And I think this guy is like some, I don't know, like I think he's like some Polish guy that makes these videos and does his research with like a little team that he has and then they create these videos and put them out Mm. but i think he's polish he's definitely eastern european but uh yeah there's just videos like that so the most current thing that you see as far as history repeating itself is people being power hungry no matter what it is they call themselves or what it is they say that their actual flag or their fight is for yeah it's more or less just to i mean there's people at the top who are power hungry. There's the people who are just jumping on this, you know, wave of all these feelings people are having, and they're just jumping on that because you know either they're friends. <laughs> all these feelings, that you know, people you know have. All, all these all these opinions and you know strong strong feelings that people are having. Like you either are surrounded by people who are all about that right now. And you may be young and impressionable. So there's, you know, those types of people who get it all wrapped up into this. Or there's the, I don't know, I honestly think that there are some people who just like the fucking anarchy and drama and, and just like the, yeah. you know, I they just like to, they, I think there's certain people who definitely like to be the out group. You know what I mean? Like, and if they start to be accepted, it's like. They don't want to be. They, 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 want, that's what they pushed for. You, you find something else to fight against. Yeah, I, I think that too. I think that too. When when you don't, man, there's always something to complain about. So yeah. like you can always find something, but there's you know you have your physical energy, right? That your body can just uphold and work with on a daily basis. You have your mental energy, your emotional energy. And you have time. And so to be using your time complaining about a bunch of shit or trying to just like find the next thing to fight someone about is beyond me. That's a, because that's is that's beyond me. I've like gotten to that point. Th- there's 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 so much to do out here. So to, to so to find yourself in this hole where you just do this Complain, thing, yes. that's fucking that's and a that's I, a, a hell. And that goes back to like the whole like complaining about America thing like when I was younger and I think everybody kind of went through this phase where they start to wake up and like lose their patriotism and start to realize that America 
is a country that takes advantage of people and all this other shit. I don't think there's something that everyone goes through. I think there's a lot of people who go through that. And nowadays, it's very popular to go through that. Mm. Even if you don't really know what Mm. you're finding out or what the the intricacies of it, like you, it's very popular to hate on America nowadays. Okay. And there's a lot of reasons to do it. Mm. But I got to a point where I was like, like, I see a bunch of other, you know, countries and how they do things. We are no different. We're not that special. We're not uniquely evil mm. than everyone else. And there's a lot of reasons for things that we do. I Like, I don't agree with everything. But I can see that, like, I'm not going to be able to live in a perfect country. I'm not going to be able to make this place a utopia. And nobody else is either. Mm. So let's be thankful for the shit that we have. Like, mm. I don't, like I said before, I don't like China. I would I would hate to live in fucking China. Like I would much rather live with the bullshit that I deal with in America. You know, the little bullshit that I deal with. I don't really deal with that much. There's shit that, you know, I probably don't even know I'm getting it taken advantage of and I have no idea. But what is the particular things about China? Like what are the particular things about China that you really do not like? Aside from like you said the CCP. That's it. Okay. The, the people of China, great. The the culture of China, great. Chinese food, great. <laughs> CCP, bro. They they're they're literally like as close as you can get to like like inhuman monsters, you know. Mm. Like they and I hate to put that kind of label on on shit, you know, cuz I wouldn't even I'm not even the type of person to be like, "Oh, Putin's a madman" or anything like that. Like he has his reasons for doing shit. But the how things have been in China since the 1950s is just, you know, it's a communist state mm. and it's not cool. Like mm. they, like if you, if you're not a religious person, you know, I think there's a lot of people who would still agree that freedom of religion is good. Mm. They don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there's a bunch of things like they, they do not see their people as, you know, like uh, to be protected. They see them as cattle and mm. <clears throat> it's, it's very, so like, the recent protests in China uh, are started because of a lot of different reasons, but there's one main reason is because of the no COVID or zero COVID policies that they had. And they were literally welding people's apartment doors shut yeah, and chaining them up and shit like that. And there was this really famous, like it, it got a lot of traction really fast before the government tried to shut it down. But there was this video of an apartment building on fire and there was this woman inside screaming, saying, help us, you know, open the door, save us. They all died, obviously, because, mm. you know, That's saving you guys have COVID. Have. We're not going to open that shit up. Yeah. Burn to death, you know, whatever. And the Chinese government, you know, basically, instead of like something, if something like that in America happened, the federal government would start investigating the local government and go, okay, like what happened here? You know, like mm. why did people die like that? what could we have done differently you know Mm -hmm. there it's like no 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 you're saying that the zero covid policy caused unnecessary death and that was a stupid idea well you're saying that one of the ccp's ideas are stupid Mm -hmm. okay you're going to be disappeared now yeah yeah. that's it you know like yeah there was this book i read called talking to strangers by malcolm gladwell and he he spoke about this thing called the power dynamic index in different different countries uh, and this pretty much just speaks on, depending upon what culture you grow up in or what country, there's a, a certain level of deference or respect that you have for 
the higher ups, the aristocrats or the whatever the fuck the the titles would be of someone that has more of a stature than you do, more of a status. Yeah. And here in America, the power dynamic index is very low. I mean, we don't give a fuck who you are. Like, we're going to talk to you however the fuck we feel like yeah. talking to you. And if you we feel like yeah. you're making a bad decision or we don't agree with you, we're going to be like, hey, or, yeah. hey, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> and then there are other places where that's just not... It's just not a thing. And the way they spoke about it was there was this airline called, it was either Korean, I think it was called Korean Airlines at first, and then it became Korean Air. And it was a, a some point, I think it may have been in the 80s, where their planes just, they were, they were crashing a lot. <laughs> they were crashing a lot of planes and a lot of people were dying. And they were trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in this airline. There's so many people are dying. Like, why do they keep crashing these planes? And it turned out that a huge part of it is, so you have your pilot and your co-pilot, and it's a co-pilot's job to call shit out when they see that there's an issue. Hey, listen, guy, there's a cloud. We shouldn't go over there. It's foggy. Let's go back this way. Hey, man. Let me guess. They were discouraged from doing that. They were discouraged from doing those things. And that's in a lot of different cultures. It's not just Korea, but a lot of different cultures where you are not to speak to someone that is above you in a certain way. Like, you're just not. So... And um, so in Spanish, right, like you have your tu en usted form. Mm-hmm. In a lot of these other cultures, you have like six of those. What? Where it just gets higher and higher depending upon just how high up in the status mm-hmm. you are. And in certain places, if you're at a, a table with a general or, a, you know, a fucking king or whatever, whoever, mm-hmm. if you pick up a glass of drink, you have to like turn around to like take a sip of water or whatever the drink is so that they can't see you. It's just Uh a thing of respect. And there's so many things just like that. And people were just dying on these airplanes because they just couldn't bring themselves to say, hey, man, we shouldn't do this. That's a bad idea. I'm taking over. Mm -hmm. You couldn't do that. So what they ended up having to do is bring in an American guy and they had to teach English and say English is now going to be the language of the skies. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when you speak English, the... All air traffic controllers speak English it, it, around it, the world. The message gets straight to you immediately. Yeah. The the most respect we're going to do is be like, please, thank you. Right? But they're not all these different things. There's all these no different interpretation of a different sort. It's yeah, just exactly what you mean. It's exactly what I yeah. mean. I'm going to say that thing. They're not yeah. all these different layers of respect that you have to try to decipher and see through and figure out what it is I'm really saying. Doesn't happen. And so I say all that to say that there are a lot of issues that all cultures have. And the second we start thinking that we don't have them, but other cultures do. Yeah. That's where a lot more of that fissure and that divide continues yes. to happen. So. I, know, I can also admit that I'm I'm speaking on, you know, uh, the Chinese government's policies as an American mm-hmm. who, you know, has my own point of view of like, I like to do whatever the fuck I want, you know, and, all and you this, want people to have freedom of religion, and I want all these people have freedom of religion, all that. But there are definitely countries where the majority of the populace would be like, go fuck yourself with your American, you know, yeah. qualities and, and your, and, and like all yeah. of your beliefs, because we don't need that. We want a more traditional, you know, 
based <laughs> life, yeah. you know, like like the Taliban, they, you know, they love their way of life. That is all they want. Like they are not interested in being richer. They are not interested in getting out of, you know, what we would consider poverty. Like they are living rich in their minds. You know, uh, the people in China oftentimes love uh, a lot of the things that their, you know, government does because they say, well, we do trust our government, number one, and there's not indecisiveness. Like mm. it's trusted into the hands of people who know best and there's not this bureaucracy that slows us down. We're efficient. Mm. Like, you know, we're, this is the way to do things. And, you know, the, you talk to uh, older people in Eastern Europe and there are still people who will remember Stalin with fondness because things were so organized. Uh, things were, you know, the great things were happening, great projects, economic booms, all this shit. But I mean, at the same time, you talk to somebody else and they're like, that shit sucked. I was starving to death. I was in a death camp. Like, yeah. it wasn't good. Yeah. And then you have all these other people who are like, no, that shit was great. And mm. and both are true. Both are very true. Like, you cannot, you know, discredit, you know, uh, I guess good aspects of, of something you don't understand. Because mm. I, I cannot say that I understand communism. And I, if I, <laughs> if I, if I, if I if I were to experience it, I think I would still have the same opinion. I don't think I would like it. Yeah. But there are people who eat that shit up. They so, really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Cindy, what do you do with your time? Because it's none of this stuff. No. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just tune in a little bit. I mean, I mean. But, I but, but, really... but forget about it. Like, what do you, like, what are you focused on? Because it's, it's none of this. Honestly, just surviving. Going to work. I don't really, I'm not, I don't really have that many hobbies. So uh -huh. I try to, you know, meet people. Like I meet people online all the time. Mm. I've made so many friends through Twitter, Instagram, and, you know, I hang out with them. But mm. other than that, I just kind of focus on myself and my family. And She's being humble. Going to work. Why do you say that? She's emotionally intelligent. She focuses on feelings and, and how people interpret shit and all yeah, that kind I mean, of stuff. Yeah, it's a little bit deeper, she can get though. She can get into that. Yeah, very much so. But I really, yeah, I'm really like in tune with like reading the room, like like. She likes to analyze things too, just different things and how they think about things. What have you What have you analyzed about this room? Huh? <laughs> what? I did not know you were gonna ask me that question. No, that it, that's fine. If you don't have an answer for that, I'm half fucking with you. But if yeah. you did have an answer, it would be interesting to know. I mean, I haven't really, you know, I let Will do his thing. I mm. him spew out his little, his information. I mean, I like when he talks to me about it, yeah. Like, I'll tune into some things that I, I care about, but, you know, usually it's me just in my own little world. Yeah. yeah. So what do you, what do you do on Twitter? Like, what, what is your thing? What do you like to look at? Um, what do you like to engage with? It really just depends on a whole bunch of, like, different, different things. There's videos on, like, history and, like, stuff that's going around the world, just people posting pictures it really mm. just depends on what part of twitter you're on i think she that's where she, a lot of her socialization comes from yeah. where, like you get a lot of your socializing done through like meeting you know people through twitter meeting personalities getting to know people all that kind of stuff yeah for sure yeah definitely who's some of the more 
uh, interesting people you've met? Like, what? Like, I'm trying to figure out. Even when you've it comes, definitely met some interesting. Yeah, because even when it comes to people, <laughs> and if you have this emotional <laughs> intelligence that he's saying that you do, I'm trying to figure out like what is it that you're drawn to as far as people go. Um. Well, I'm not really like on social media where I try to like dive into people's feelings and stuff. Like when I meet people in person, yeah. and when I meet people at work, or if I link up with somebody that I met from Twitter, mm. then I want to really get into that, like get into deeper conversations and like know what their life is like mm. and what they've get, like been through or, and I like talking about what I've been through, you know, I, I like, you know, combining our, each other. You got little therapy stuff. groups going on. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Definitely. What's that? Like, where, where does that come from? Like, is, is that like, why do you enjoy doing that? Is that something that? Um, I don't know. Cause like growing up, I didn't really have that many friends, so I like like having people feel like they have someone there. You know, uh, like I like like having people feel special, or you know, like having them feel things that they've never felt before. Basically, uh, I like making people happy. Yeah, smile, especially when I go to work, when I like talk to new like new employees, or you know, when I'm just hanging out with people. I like to make sure that everyone is like okay, like comfortable, and you know, having a good time. Yeah. Because, like, I know what it feels like not to be, like, included into things or, you know, stuff like that. So that's yeah. what I mainly try to do mm. when it comes to You don't people. want people feeling lonely or yeah. feeling, like, outcasts or feeling Definitely. no one wants. I want wants... people to feel included and feel loved, you know. That's nice. Yeah. Have you ever felt thought about being, getting into any sort of social work? Yeah, I actually have. But, like, I just don't have the motivation right now. Like, but I've always, like, looked into, like, um what is the word Psycho psychology mm -hmm. and you know how people think yeah. she would be good at that and she would definitely be good therapy at therapy and all that stuff but mm. i'm definitely interested in that kind of stuff you find yourself being more of a listener than a than a speaker definitely yeah when i do have stuff to say i i do but usually i like to like listen and you know know how people feel do you journal do you do you write do i you... used to try to but it's mainly like listening and then just when i have something valuable to say then i'll say it and if i don't then i'm just in my head like thinking about other things you know yeah i think that's admirable i don't think that there's enough empty speech out here there's enough people yeah. just speaking just for the sake of speaking yeah you, yeah yeah that's someone said that to me the other day they were like you know earl you have this thing where when you speak it seems like people listen to you and i told him that one of the best ways that I'd heard this expressed was through a book um, by Jordan B. Peterson. I think you might be. I do know J Jordan B. Peterson. I thought you about to call him like JP. I thought you was about to give him a nickname <laughs> or something. Yeah, I, I know, know JB. <laughs> yeah, I know JBP. Yeah, that's my boy. Uh, but it was that he was watching his granddaughter, I think, grow up, maybe like year one or two. And he was like, how fascinating is it to watch a young baby learn the power of an index finger? And you're already on the edge of your seat, like, what the fuck is he talking about? He's like, when they when they learn that they just, they, all they have to do is take this little finger and start pointing it at stuff. I saw that interview. And then magically, these adults go over and pick the thing up and bring it over there to them. Yeah. It's just like, oh shit, like I can just start ordering things <laughs> like this. Like, oh, that's awesome. So then you just start using your finger to get stuff. Yeah. But then the baby also quickly realizes that it only has but so many of those it can use. Mm -hmm. But because the adult's not just going to pick everything up all day long and bring it to you. Yeah. 
And he was likening it, likening it to people and their speech Mm -hmm. and saying, you don't want to be one of these people out here that just that will just say anything at any point in time all day long, Mm -hmm. just empty words all day long. It's much better to harness your speech and make your words count. Yeah. Right. Use your words wisely. Have precision of speech. Speak when you have something to say. You don't need to do too much more than that. When something is considered rare, it's considered more valuable. Yes. You know, if you're, if you speak all the time, you know, you're always saying something. Uh, Number one, you're going to be incorrect a lot more Mm because you're speaking a lot more. People notice that kind of shit and you are less valid now, you Mm -hmm. know, because you obviously make mistakes. Now, if you, if you don't speak that much, and when you speak, it is very important. It hits home and you choose, you know, when and what to say very wisely. Like, yeah, people are definitely going to be like, okay, like. Yeah, uh, what's he saying? He never. What's yeah, he saying? There, there's some weight that comes along when, when this person speaks. Not, you right. know, it's not just arbitrary speech like you were saying. And I've come across some people and it's been truly. First, I think I'm, I'm hit with it because I call these people like cartoons. Like I'll see like a human being and they'll just. Like they'll say anything. Like they, it just, it doesn't matter. Like they'll just. I'm thinking of someone specific in my mind right now. But I would see this guy, and every time I see him, he would, he was talking. It seemed he clearly wanted. Maybe you would. I know this. this You might have, but you would have. But you might be thinking of someone else. But you might have liked to be around him because I could imagine you maybe wanting this person to feel wanted or to feel seen Mm -hmm. because something tells me that it came from a place of them feeling undervalued. So they wanted to constantly try to tell jokes and perform for people. Exactly. And you knew it, it came from a, like a sadder place. Um, would talk all the time, just vapid speech. None of it ever meant anything. Yeah. It didn't matter. No one really cared. You'd laugh every now and again, but for the most part, it wasn't even that funny. So yeah. it was just it was just a lot of clownish, you know, characteristics and, and, and performance all the time. And it just got to a point where me and some people, it's so bad because they would start talking and you would immediately like tune them out. Yeah. Like you just be like, oh, whatever they're saying doesn't matter. <laughs> and like, how terrible like, is that? Take yeah. them seriously. How yeah. terrible is that? Because that can't be true. Like something that they say is gonna that's matter. That's a lonely like, place. Yeah, that is a lonely. That's place. a super lonely place for you to almost talk, and it's like the sound goes into a void. Yeah. yeah. Like there's clearly 15 people ahead of you, but no one hears it mm-hmm. because you've spoken so much, so flippantly. No one gives a shit. Like it just. They have learned to tune you out. Yeah. It's it. They just switch the frequency, like they just turn the dial, and you're now like mute to them. Yeah, it's that's. It's oh, a tough place to be in. So you know, I I applaud you on just wanting to speak when you yeah. feel like you have something to speak about and feeling like if you don't, it's like fine. I'll just. Think about it. I'll just listen to the person. She's, maybe she's very comfortable just being quiet and observing mm-hmm. for however long it may take. Like yeah. if if there's not something that she needs to say in a social scenario or place, then she's you know she's not going to say anything. She doesn't need to. Contrary to 
maybe popular belief, maybe, I don't know, because I do a podcast, I'm the same way. Mm. Like, I'll, because for people that listen to this, they may feel like if they don't know me, that I'm just constantly talking <laughs> if I'm in a social situation. But I'll most certainly just sit back and just listen. Mm-hmm. Because that's where a lot of my thoughts, you know, come from, is me just sitting back and observing how people speak to one another and trying to read between the lines of what it is they're saying, reading the words that they are saying, the things that they're not saying to each other, picking up on those emotional, you know, body language cues and the tonal changes and things like that. And yeah, I'll just, I'll just sit back and I love listening. I love listening to people speak because you, as you said before, Either way it goes, you're learning something. I mean, yeah. if, if you're observing enough, but like you're going to learn something. So I'll just sit back and I learn. Yeah. I fucking love doing that. That's one. That's one reason. Now to finally answer your question that you would ask me <laughs> before we even press record. Yeah. That's one reason why I started doing this. Um, <clears throat> mostly it was for therapy. Mm-hmm. I tell people this all the time. I've said it on this pod a bunch of times. I tried to. I was I was bright eyed, bushy tailed, and there was a gleam in my eye and I tried to come to my family and tell them we should all do therapy actually thinking that that was something that it was uh, it was going to work out yeah. that did not it I got laughed out of that room it did not work out very well and so soon after that I had gotten uh propositioned by my friend that I'd started this with to do the podcast he was like man we I feel like we should do a podcast man like it would be cool and for me I think we him and I had started it for different reasons I think he had just wanted to have conversations and just put it out I was using it as a way to get these fucking ideas mm-hmm. in my mind outward. And so it ended up taking on a form of therapy for me. Mm-hmm. And so when you said I was cranking them out, this will be episode 152. Holy shit. Damn. I did not know you were cranking them out like that. 152. I've pu- I put them out once a week. Some, there have been God some damn. weeks where I'll put out like two a week. And I have, I've only missed... Two weeks, I believe, in the past. It'll be three years coming up this May. I've I've only missed two weeks. One of them, somebody called out of, of like a session we were supposed yeah. to have. Like, like actually, they didn't even call out. They just didn't show up. Yeah. like an asshole that they were. <laughs> Yo, what up? <laughs> uh, and then the other one was like technical difficulties. We were trying to get this in home setup set up for the yeah. first time because before I was doing it through Zoom. Oh, it's no, gosh. it started on phone calls. Oh, gosh. It was me and my friend were just doing phone calls and we were using like our regular Apple I earbuds. Think I, saw, I think I saw one they of were those. terrible. Yeah. They were so bad. And then it went to Zoom. And then we finally, I finally got all and this Zoom's stuff a together. Bitch to use. Yeah, Zoom isn't. It's, Zoom it's, is a bitch. It's not fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Wi-Fi go out for a second. It's a wrap. Yeah, it, yeah. No, you're completely done. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's all done. You got to You might as well just shut it yeah. down. Like yeah. stuff gets so good. The video starts getting choppy. Mm-hmm. The audio starts getting choppy. It's crazy. No, it's, I'm, I'm glad you started to use like an audio, uh, like a like an interface. D- yeah, like, a DAW or. Uh, Digital audio workstation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Let us know. I got you you with the, you know, the acronyms and shit. I got you. That's very nice. Yeah, no, I am too. And uh, again, once you buy this thing once, that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. I I have the equipment and I can just sit here and do this as many times as I want. So it was like, it was an awesome investment. And uh, yeah, I enjoy doing this. Is there anything at all that we feel like we need to get to? Is there anything at all? on yours minds it's particularly yours probably that needs to get to the people 
Uh, be good to people. <laughs> I don't know. Be good. I mean, to, be good. To, I mean, that's uh, that's nice. Be good to people is not bad. Yeah. That, that that I'll tell you what. I'm looking at this. Um, I I would say this, having the conversation with people that you disagree with more and actually engage in that conversation. Don't don't just start the conversation so you can disprove them. Mm. Try to start conversations with people that you know you're going to disagree with and try to see where they're coming from just a little bit. Cindy, is there anything on your mind at all? I was I was going to say I was looking at this uh, note. <clears throat> I have it here. It says, uh, Mar- now this person clearly English is their second language, which is why I'm going to read it like this. <laughs> okay. but, Merry Christmas to the best boss ever. Thank you for all your support and be there always. I'm very grateful for working a person like you. Thanks for the big opportunity you give me and believing on me every day. That's so sweet. Wow. I know exactly what they meant. In that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was sweet. at work because you just said uh, be be nice to people, be good to people. And so I, I just looked down and I thought about that. I was at work and I was just eating a salad downstairs in the cafeteria, having a good old time. And I get a text message it's like, yo, you have to come upstairs right now. I have like a little thread with a bunch of them. They were yeah. like, you got to come upstairs right now. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I go up there and I go in, in our private dining room and there are four of them there. And they, these people don't even work for the company. Mm-hmm. Like the, this is through a temp agency. And they were just standing there with like four, four gifts wrapped for me. Aww. And so boy, did they catch me all off guard. Yeah. Had no idea at all that that was going to happen. And one of them made a joke and was like, don't cry. Little did he know that's exactly what was about to happen. And I just started weeping. Absolutely just started weeping. Because I was like, wow, what a fucking nice gesture from people that, again, are not even actually employees there. Yeah. How fucking cool is that? So, yeah, I think it goes a long way to just be kind to people. Yes, it does. I think it goes a super long way. Thank you guys for coming here. This is awesome. Yeah, this was. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. How's that pen hitting? It's hitting good. It's been hitting good. Yeah. <laughs> what flavor is it? Is this uh, gummy, gummy bear, bear ice? It was her choice. Gummy bear ice. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for Thank listening. You. Episode one fifty two. Moving along. <laughs>